You are now listening to Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast featuring Phenom. Welcome you guys back to another episode of Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast. I definitely enjoy, I appreciate you guys being here tonight. I know the Super Bowl is going on tonight. It's February 2nd. I definitely am very thankful that you guys are, come on now, she gave me a five. I definitely appreciate you guys are tuning in, uh, especially since Super Bowl is on right now. Um, You know, you could be watching the Super Bowl. I could be watching the Super Bowl right now, but uh, I stay true to my word. I said that I was going to be doing this every single Sunday night live at 9 p.m., no matter what's going on. So I just want to make sure I always deliver that value to you guys. Tonight's topic, um, if you haven't gotten a chance to see the pin message or if you're listening to it live, if you didn't get a chance to watch the, uh, I mean, excuse me, if you didn't see uh, the title, the title uh, for today's topic is Win More by Doing Less. Win More by Doing Less less so this topic came to me in really just like a couple of ways it came to me three ways um this past week was a very 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 productive week for me um and so i got a lot of stuff accomplished and it wasn't because i was focusing on or not not focusing it wasn't because i was doing a lot it was really because i i kind of scaled back on all the work i was doing and i put all my focus to a couple of things what's up jason um, and so then the second time that it came to me was I was watching the sermon for my, uh, the, for the week. And so it was referring to a lot of times in life, we are asking for something greater than what we have. We're, we're in this certain space in life and we're like, I, I need what's next. I need a little bit more money. I need to have a better network. I need to have a bigger space. Um, or whatever the aspect may be for whatever portion you are in your life. And so the sermon was talking about you don't necessarily need more. You just need to be able to work with what you have. And by being able to work with with what you have, by then you would then achieve more. You would then acquire more. You don't always have to go out looking for um, something that's going to to take you to the next level. You need to first take yourself to the next level with what you already have. And then you can then expand. Um, and then third was I asked my girlfriend, I was like, I really don't know what today's topic is going to be. And then she told me, uh, she gave me a topic and it related back to what I heard for the sermon and exactly what I, you know, my week that I just had. And I was like, bet I know what today's topic is going to be. So to revisit again, it's going to be win less by doing more. Again, if you have your notepad handy, go ahead and get your notepad out um, because I love taking notes. Note takers are money makers, uh, and we love making money around here. Um, so the first one, the, so first of all, before I dive into it, today's uh, topic and the notes I'm going to give you guys, um, one, personal stories of mine, because I, I love stories, um, and then two, it's from a book I've read, it's called Great at Work, How Achievers Do Less and Achieve More, or something like that. I think I got... The title kind of messed up, but I do think it's called great. The title is great at work. I definitely think that's it. Um, but yeah, so the first part uh, of it is going to have three parts for you guys. The first one is um, do less than obsess. Right. So it's do less than obsess. So uh, by doing less, you are then kind of 
not even kind of, you are then putting your focus strictly on, you know, whatever your goal is. You then obsess over it. So focusing consists of two things, right? Focusing consists of two things. One, choosing a few priorities. And then two, dedicating all your efforts towards your goals and excelling at them. So after you've already figured out what you want to do, you're going to then scale back on everything and you want to do less, right? Because we don't want our energy spread thin. We want our energy concentrated on whatever we want to accomplish. So once we're doing less, we are then going to obsess. We're going to obsess over whatever we want to achieve, right? So by doing that, we're going to have to focus. And what I just said, we are focusing is going to consist of two activities. That's going to, uh, that's going to be uh, choosing a few priorities. That's going to be able to help us get to where we want to go and then dedicating our efforts towards excelling at whatever those priorities are, right? So I got a story for y'all. So uh, a good life, I had a really good life example of this um, that I have for myself. So about a year and a half ago, I was living, uh, I had an apartment on my own, and when I, I just, I had just recently quit my two jobs, right? I recently quit my two jobs, and I was like, I need money. Like, I need money, and I need money now, right? It's like that commercial. It's like JG's Worst Word or something like that. I don't really, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the, um, the commercial, the company. If y'all know it, drop it in the comments. Um, but I was like, I need my money. I need it now. So I kind of started, like, researching everything that I needed to do in order to make money, right? So I'm like, how can I make money from videography? How can I make money online? All this type of stuff. And so that's when like uh, digital marketing was first introduced to me. That's when uh, Shopify was first introduced, uh, introduced to me. That's when um, trading in the foreign exchange market was first introduced to me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, JG's Wentworth. Yes, that's it right there. Appreciate you. Um, and so... What I chose from all of those different avenues that were going to 877 cash now. <laughs> so what I chose to do um, with all those avenues of income, I chose to do um, marketing. But then what I realized as I dove into marketing, there were so many different aspects of marketing. There were Google ads. They were running ads on Facebook. There were um, display ads. There were YouTube ads. There were just so many different type of ads. And I wasn't really grasping what I needed to grasp because I was trying to do all of those, like all of those ads work. And when I was running my Shopify stores, for those of you that don't know what Shopify is, it's essentially what most people do when they start off. It's a way to drop ship products. So what I did was I had a supplier over in China and whenever somebody ordered something from my store, it then came out my bank account and then I just ordered it from my supplier's site and it got sent directly to the customer. And it was pretty much like an automated process. I really didn't have to think too much about it. It was lovely, only for the fact that I wasn't making that much money from it, right? <laughs> Gonna be completely honest with y'all. Um, the thing with Shopify to be successful with it, you had to find a winning product. I really never found that winning product. Or, what's up, Nia? Welcome. Um, or I just really didn't get a chance to put enough money into my ads for it to be successful. So I was putting all this effort into learning ads in general and not specifically Facebook ads or Google ads or, or YouTube ads or something uh, of that um, aspect. And so when I wasn't successful with that, 
I took everything that I learned with all my ads work and I was like, okay, I'm going to somehow use this later on in the future, which I then ended up doing for my books, which ended up all selling out. Um, but what I then started to focus on was my branding. And that's what really took me to the next level, y'all. When I, when I really just focused on branding myself and not necessarily the marketing aspect of it. Branding is marketing, yes. But when I started focusing on my branding, when I started focusing on just my branding and not all these other types of avenues of like how to make money, that's when I started to see success for my brand. That's when I started to get, you know, emails about, hey, can you come speak here? Or, you know, can you come to my class to speak about this? That's when I started getting opportunities to work with other people based off my, my media business. People started seeing um, my work out there. And all of this I was doing for my branding was essentially free. All the type of marketing I was doing for myself was free. So I wasn't even using everything that I learned with like that broad, that broad knowledge I had of, um, of running ads. And so once I started really focusing on my branding, that's when so many different opportunities came my way because I then started to obsess over how I brand myself. And I'm still obsessed over that now. That's the whole reason why I'm on this podcast because I was, I was trying to figure out how can I have an omnipresence? And when I say that, I mean, how can I make sure that I can reach people on all type of platforms? I'm mainly on Instagram. How can I reach people other than Instagram? Cool. I want to have a podcast. I have a, this podcast goes to Google Podcasts. It goes to Spotify. It goes to Apple Podcasts. And it goes to like 10 or not 10. It goes to like three or four other different platforms. Then I have an email list. I get in people's emails. I have a text messaging service. How can I get, I want to be able to get in people's phones. Like, When I really started focusing on my branding, I wanted to make sure that people can find me and see me at all times during the day, no matter what what type of platform they're on. So that was number one, right? I started um, doing less with all these different types of marketing, and I started to obsess over how I brand myself. When I started to brand brand myself more, then that's when I saw uh, a really just like explosion from everything that I started doing. Number two. So number two is the learning loop. So, and again, you know, if you got a piece of paper and whatnot, take notes. The learning loop is essentially how efficiently you are learning in your journey of success, right? So this is, this is the first part of the learning loop, loop, excuse me. The first part is measure. And I believe, Jason, if you're still in here right now, we kind of spoke about this last time. It's, it's going to be something, actually, this is exactly what we spoke about last time, now that I think about it. Um, measure. Whatever your goal is, you have to have a measurable goal. I was having a coaching call uh, with some, you know, my group recently, and so I was asking them what their goals are. And so some people were giving me goals that were um, kind of broad. Like, I, um, let's say, for example, I want to lose weight, right? So I've tried to encourage them to then make the, the goal something uh, like measurable, something that... Um, more obtainable that we can track. So instead of just saying, I want to lose more weight, let's say I want to lose 20 pounds, right? I actually want to lose 20 pounds myself. So yeah, I'm going to use myself as an example. I want to use, uh, I want to lose 20 pounds. So now I can then measure my goal and see how I'm doing along my journey. And if I just say, I want to, I want to lose weight, that can be two pounds. And then I'm like, okay, I lost weight, right? 
boom, I lost weight. But by saying, I want to lose 20 pounds, I want to lose 30 pounds, that thing, one, motivates me because once I start getting closer to that, I'll lose one pound. Like, ooh, I'm losing some weight. I'm starting to look good in the mirror. Like, okay, I lose five pounds. Oh, snap. My pants are starting to fit different. Lose 15, 20 pounds. Oh, shirt coming off. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But you can't necessarily measure it like that when you just have uh, just a broad goal. So the first thing of the learning loop, you have to have a, a goal that's measurable, right? So once you have something that you can measure, the second thing that you want to do is you want to be able to get feedback from it. Feedback, feedback, feedback. You want to be able to figure out what you're doing well and what you're not doing well. And that's going to really expedite the process. Again, I'm going to stick with either gaining or losing weight, right? So say, for example, or that you are in the gym and um, you aren't doing your exercises correctly. You don't, your time under tension or your workout plan can be a little bit better, or your breathing can be a little bit better when you're, when you're squatting. Um, there can be just so many things when it comes to working out that you can be doing better, your technique, all of that. So getting feedback on how, how you are performing while you're working out can change how much, like what the results you get from your workout. It can definitely change the results you get from your workout. So whatever goal you have, you know, always make sure that you are looking for feedback. When it came to growing my brand, when I first started my email list, I would send out emails. Then I would hit up people. I'm like, hey, what do you think about my emails? Some people are like, oh, I love them. They're great. Then some people are like, uh, they're kind of long and boring. You talk too much. I'm like, all right, cool. What can I do better? Then they gave me feedback. And now it's to the point where I kind of keep it short and concise and but I still like to make it to the point where you can still understand everything that I'm talking about. So I made sure that I was always seeking feedback in, in what I was doing. Um, so that's number two in the in the learning loop uh, feedback. Number three, and I kind of just I kind of just touched on it. That's modify. So when I was doing the email list, I would then uh, modify the emails, uh, the format, all of that type of stuff. And I would I would test it out. Right. And then I would just send it, send it out to people I'm like, OK, let me try putting this picture in. Let me maybe try putting this quote in here. Uh, let me just like shut up and not talk so much. Right. <laughs> uh, and then that pushed to the fourth part of the learning loop, uh, which is do or redoing. Right. So then that's me sending out the email again to everybody else. Right. So at that point, uh, I have a measurable goal for am I going back to the I know I jump around a lot. Um, if I'm going back to the email list, uh, say if I wanted to have uh, 200 people on my email list, uh, that's the goal. By doing that, I want to be able to have quality emails so then they get forward to their friends. Cool? So that's, that's a goal. I get feedback from everybody that's already on my email list about how I can make it better. Then I modify it. I try some things out. I'm testing. And then I, re I redo it. I send it out again. I get more feedback on what I'm already doing. Now, granted, you know... Everything is not going to be perfect when I send them out again. I'm going to have some misspellings. <laughs> we know that. I'm going to have some stuff that may, may not make sense. I know that. I'm, I get that all the time. I'm going to have some stuff that um, may still seem a little drawn out and, and maybe boring, may lose focus. Cool. But eventually, if I continue, if I continue, I told you to call me back in two minutes. Hold on, y'all. Can y'all hear me? I was getting a FaceTime call. Can y'all still hear me? Hello? Hello? Just say yes if you can hear me. 
Anybody? Anybody? Can anybody hear me? Yep, cool. Bet. Right. So yeah, that's that was the feedback. Um, that's the learning loop. I'm gonna just go ahead and close that part right there. That's the learning loop. Um, and so what was the what was the story I had? I mean, necessarily, I don't really need to tell a story for that because I just gave you a whole bunch of examples. Um, so yeah, that was the part two, right? So the first one was do less than obsess. Second one was the learning loop. You have to have a measurable goal, get feedback on your journey, then make sure you modify whatever you're doing, and then you want to do it again or do it for the first time, whatever you're doing, right? The third one. The third one is passion plus purpose equals success, right? Passion plus purpose equals success. So, first of all, let me go over those two real quick. What is passion? Passion is doing what you love. Purpose is doing what you can contribute, right? People that know that when we focus on passion, passion is asking, what can the world give me? But purpose is, what can I do for the world, right? Y'all see the difference? Y'all see the difference? Passion is what can the world give me? My purpose is what can I give to the world? The two different things. But they can when you put those two things together, when you can put those things, two things together, oh my gosh, like it's 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 crazy, right? So I, I think I want to do a, a um a, an entire topic on how to find your passion. Because I hear a lot of times where people are like, I don't, I don't really know what my passion is. If you don't know what your passion is, that's cool. You know, I think I, I really might do another uh, a whole topic on that one day. Um, but that one day is not going to be tonight. Um, and then your purpose. I think I also might do a whole topic on finding your purpose, right? Um, but I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you, all right? So... Your passion, and I kind of spoke about this in last week's video with, um, with Kobe Bryant or last week's podcast with Kobe Bryant. He spoke about with passion, how do you find your passion? He said that you find your passion by exploring. You find it by being adventurous. You, you figure out your passion by just putting yourself out there in the world and not being scared to try any and everything. And that's essentially what, what I did. That's how I was able to find my passion. I thought my passion at first was working in sports broadcasting. But then as I began to get older and mature a little bit, I then realized that my passion was in storytelling. So when I was 14 years old, I, um, I was presented with the opportunity to work in, with a sports broadcasting crew for a minor league baseball team. And I wanted to be an engineer at first, and I was just settled. I was like, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be, you know, hopefully making six figures, all that type of stuff. The broadcasting group came to my school and they said hey you guys you know you guys are teenagers we want to be able to help you guys grow in the sports broadcasting industry and this is what you know we want to do for you guys they gave me all this stuff and the only thing that caught my attention was we will give you guys free food i was like "Ooh, free food you got me sold that's all you had to tell me free food every single game you got me sold so when i started that internship I realized that I, I loved and I really loved how we told the story of a baseball game because I played baseball when I was younger. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. To me personally, baseball is boring. If I'm not at the game, 
baseball is boring. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. If I'm not playing or if I'm not there in person, I can't get with it. And so I really enjoyed how I was able to like just tell a complete story of what the viewers at home could not see and just make it just like make an entire picture. And so I, I stayed with that internship for seven years. And so my storytelling got better. It got a lot better over the years. And I started to, to gravitate, uh, had that gravitate towards what I do in videography um, and not just baseball, but just other sports. And then just videography in general, if I have other type of clients. And so that's when I realized that I didn't have necessarily a uh, passion for sports broadcasting, even though I, I am an athlete and I love sports. But my passion was telling a story and making people feel as if they are standing right there with me, wherever they are. Right. Like, say, for example, if I was telling you guys, oh, I had a no, I'm not even going to tell you that story. If, if I'm telling you guys about, you know, when I had that internship, I would be telling you guys about how. Um, I was being dropped off every day by my mom, you know, she's over here talking about you need to find a real job because you're over here spending 20, 30 hours a week over at this ballpark and, you know, you just need a job. And so I'm being surrounded by all the, the peanuts being thrown, everybody yelling peanuts, cutting candy, lemonade, and just all that type of stuff. I'm just in the, the heat, in the drink, I'm just drenching in sweat, but I loved it because I got a chance to see all the reaction from everybody with the different type of camera shots that I was able to get or the different type of highlight reels I was able to put together um, or just things of that nature. So I just I, I enjoyed all of that. Um, and then kind of going forward a little bit about the uh, purpose, you know, what you can give to the world. And so what I realized with my purpose uh, was honestly, I didn't really find my purpose um, until last year or I think it was last year it was like last year when I released my um my no I'm gonna say a little bit before my book so when I first announced my phenom brand that I was going to be going by phenom and what phenom stood for um that's when I really started to realize what my purpose was and I, I drew up a mission statement for myself and once I started to draw up that mission statement uh, I really started to understand what I wanted to work towards at that point and the mission statement wasn't necessarily even though it was my mission statement it wasn't necessarily for myself it was for other people to know what i stand for right so i i was i was telling people that i my mission statement that i want to be able to help others um overcome adversity through education a self-discipline uh worth ethic and uh education i think i just said education twice I'm not sure, but I'm going to move on. Um, but once I figured out that, um, that mission statement, I then put all my effort and my energy into making sure that I lived that mission statement. And if you follow me on Instagram, if you've been following me on Instagram, you will really see the change in everything that I've done within the last year and a half. It hasn't necessarily been for myself. It's really been for other people. I, I really strive to give people value every single time I put out content. It's not that I'm up there celebrating something that I've done all the time or I'm up there posting pictures of me going out with my friends or anything like that. It's me trying to, it's me telling my story, how I failed or how I've been successful and what others can learn from it. 
And that was what I found that my purpose was, that I'm using the, the story that I've been writing for myself over these couple of years. And I'm going to share, you know, in all transparency with everybody else. And I'm going to make sure that they're able to learn something from it. Uh, and hopefully they don't make the same mistakes I've made. Uh, and by doing that, I've gotten the, the opportunity to get a lot of um, feedback from people and just um, just thank yous. And that I would have never expected because I've inspired people to get started along their journey or they've learned something new. And what I was able to teach them, it was able to take them from point A to point B. And that's what I, I really started to understand. Well, that's when I found my purpose. But then when I continue to do that because I was obsessed with what I was doing, that's why I was like, OK, this is my purpose for real. Like I, I continue to do this and I continue to get people day in, day out, every single week, whatever it may be, that, that said, because of you, I was able to get this accomplished. Because of you, you know, I now am changing the way that I'm, I'm thinking for, for, uh, in a better way. I'm starting to think, uh, change like my environment. Uh, I'm starting to put myself around more positive people. And I'm starting to see the way that my life is, is just different now. And so uh, I've been able to um, really expedite that process of being successful and winning more because I'm focused on my purpose and my passion at the same time. Cause I've been able, since I've been able to put those two things together, they work side by side. They're like yin and yang. Right. And so something that I like to talk about all the time when it comes to entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship will, will stay a lot, you know, you want to have impact over income. I'm going to say that one more time. We want to have impact over income because when you're money driven you're only focused on making the money right but then when you're impact driven the money's going to come regardless and you know you're changing somebody's lives say for example if a business sold their soul their sole goal is to make money right that's the only goal they have of course every business wants to make money because they have to make money to be able to survive in, in the in the you know in business but if your only goal is to make money, and you don't really care how you make that money, then you're going to lose all your customers because somebody has to give you that money, right? If I have, you know, a restaurant and I just care about getting people in my restaurant, but I don't give them good customer service or anything like that, I don't, I don't care about the impact that I leave on their service, then they're never going to come back to my restaurant. I made my dollar that day, but I, I didn't really make an impact on those people. The uh, impact could have been... For a restaurant, they, it was their birthday today. I could have just been like, oh, I could have been like a servant who's like, oh, happy birthday. Or I could have been, you know, let me get all my waiting staff together. I'm going to wish you guys a happy birthday. And then I'm also going to give you guys a free dessert, right? I have just impacted that person's birthday because I have them now given them a complete experience for their birthday. And that's going to be something that they don't forget. And because they're not going to forget that, they're going to then return to your restaurant next time they, they're, they're hungry, right? Or they want to go out with their friends. But if you just are like, oh, yeah, I went for my, uh, for my 15th birthday with a Cheesecake Factory. It was good, right? Like, that's all they're going to think about it. Or they can go in the future like, man, I went to the Cheesecake Factory for my birthday. They all saying to me, happy birthday. Then I had a dessert. The waiter was so nice. It was amazing. Where do you want to go to eat? Huh? I didn't even mention that thing. I want to go to Cheesecake Factory. Because you made you left an impact on that person. You gave them experience, right? You gave them experience and you left an impact on them. 
But if you just sit there and, and you're and you're income driven, it's gonna eventually dry out. But let me see, let me see. That that was all. Honestly, that was all. That's all I had to for today. Um, for today's topic, let me just like go through everything one more time. Um, for again, the, the topic for today was win less and win more by doing less. Excuse me. So point one, if you were taking notes, um, was do less than obsess. So we're going to do we're going to focus on whatever our goal is. Right. We're going to focus on it. And the focusing is going to consist of two activities. The first one is going to be choosing of um, having few priorities. You only want to have a couple priorities on your list that you're doing every single day. Right. Because you want your you want your energy to be laser focused on whatever that is. You don't want your energy to be spread thin. The next thing, uh, a part of focusing is, you know, you want to uh, be dedicating everything you want towards your efforts to being successful. Next part um, to point number two was the learning loop. You want to make sure you have a measurable goal with your measurable goal. You want to make sure you're getting feedback along your journey. Cool. Then you want to make sure you are modifying everything that you're doing. Um, from your feedback and don't be hurt just because you got some feedback listen y'all feedback is how you grow nothing is ever going to be perfect don't be don't be stuck up be humble accept your feedback and move on and then after you modify it make sure you do it again and redo it and you just want to keep on doing that over and over and over again then number three is your passion plus your purpose is going to lead you to success um, as I spoke in my podcast last week, um, Kobe was saying that, uh, your passion comes from, uh, being adventurous and, uh, exploring everything that's, um, given to you or just going out and not being afraid, uh, and, and just really seeing what's available to you that the world has. Uh, you never necessarily know what you may or may not like if you just kind of say, oh, I'm just going to do this, right? I would never found out that I was going to be interested in sports broadcasting, essentially storytelling, um, if I didn't take that internship. Um, and then with purpose, um, you know, you want to ask yourself, uh, what can I give to the world? What, what can I do today that uh, the world um, can benefit from, right? You're not what can the world give me, but how can I help the people around me? How can I help... How can I help? Um, how can I help the environment? How can I help uh, you know the people that I go to school with? How can I help the people that I work with? How can I help the people that are on this basketball team? You know, besides basketball, um, how can I reach out to them? Make sure everything's okay with them. Uh, but yeah, you guys, that that's all I have for the topic. Um, so if you are, I'm gonna still go on the live um, for a minute. Um, but if you are listening to the recap, the podcast uh, replay, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast. Um, I can't wait to come back next week for you guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and share it out to a friend. Uh, if you think somebody that needs to hear this message today, go ahead and send that their way. Uh, you can follow me on, on Instagram at, at livephenom. That's L-I-B-E-P-H-E-N-O-M. Um, but yeah, I'll catch you guys next week. You are now listening to Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast featuring Phenom.